Champions Mojo is part of the CG Sports Network. It's so easy to do lots and lots of good things, to know lots of people, you know, it's just to be good. And, and I've struggled my whole life with this, but, you know, saying no really helps you be best to, you know, to get, to get to that higher level of joy and, and, and um, functioning to, you know, living the life you want to live. Welcome to the award-winning Champions Mojo, hosted by two world record holding athletes and health, life, and leadership coaches. Be inspired as you listen to Conversations with Champions. And now, your hosts, Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo podcast. And today, I am co-hosting with Maria Parker. Hey, Maria. Hey, Kelly. It's great. Great to see you. We're recording earlier than usual. It's fun to see you in the morning. Yes, we've got our coffee here and we are yeah. ready to go. Um, but of course, people are listening at any time. So we are really excited about today's topic. And it is the advantages of saying no and no in all kinds of situations. So today we're going to talk about why you might want to say no, uh, what you might want to say no to, and how you could say no. So Maria, is this near and dear to your heart? <laughs> yeah, it's a struggle of my lifetime. Um, and, you know, saying no is, is, is putting it kind of negatively because I really, it's what it is, is setting boundaries for yourself and boundaries uh, help you to to become better. I was just at a coaching meeting yesterday and Steve um, Miller, my coach, talked about helping you create your best life. I mean, good. What's the old saying? Good is the enemy of best, you know, and, and it's, mm -hmm. it's so easy to do lots and lots of good things to know lots of people, you know, it's just to be good. And, and I've struggled my whole life with this, but, you know, saying no really helps you be best to, you know, to get, to get to that higher level of joy and, 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 um, functioning to, you know, living the life you want to live the life you're yeah, and, 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 and not just that, it also keeps you out of danger to say no in certain That's situations right. and keeps you safe and keep, you know, a uh, lo lot of things that we can say no to. And first, before we dive into these three segments and advantages of, of no, let's talk a little bit about just the culture of no, you know, I, I think I've mentioned this on the show before in our family, which you are in, we somehow had a lot of the uh, Japanese culture in our home, you know, mm. decorative mm -hmm. living rooms and, um, you know, dad spent time in Japan and we've all heard the famous tsunami. I mean, not tsunami, um, riptide story where right. he got carried out to sea in Japan, which is a great story, but he taught us in the Japanese culture that they, they never say no, that mm. it's, um, they just, it's, it's deemed to be rude to mm. say no. So this isn't just in the Japanese culture, but when someone wants to say no, he said, you know, in the time that he spent over there, that they would say, I will seriously consider that, mm -hmm. which is, is no, that is the phrase for no. So it does actually mean no, mm -hmm. but it's not coming right out and saying no. So sometimes no is a dirty word and it's really, really hard to say no hmm. um, from anything as simple as, um, you know, uh, I told you the, the Sunday that I was having a friend over for lunch, my friend came over and funny, I had, you know, prepared and bought, not prepared, but bought a really nice lunch. 
chicken salad and some great super coleslaw. And, you know, I've gotten some fresh berries and I put together these beautiful plates and we went out on our back deck and, you know, he was just really picking at his lunch, not eating it. And I was like, do you not like that? And he's like, well, I just, you know, I just basically came from an event and I ate pizza for lunch. And so I'm really full. (laughs) And, you know, it was kind of like, I wish that he had just said, you know, I just came to spend time with you and I want, you know, to just have lunch. And, um, and this, this is, this guy's like a son to me. He's 25 years younger than I am. And so it's, it's not he like I was having a private, private right. lunch, no, literally 25 years younger, but he's, he's like a son to me. And we've been very close for many years. So I, but I wish that he had just said, no, you know, Kelly, I, I just ate, but Hey, you eat and we'll sit out here. But instead it, it is hard to say no, even to people that you are so close to, we just, it's, it's no, in so many ways is construed in our society. What, why do you think that is Maria? You know, I, I think that's an interesting point that you make about the Japanese culture. I think we also have a culture of achievement and um, opportunity and all that comes with saying yes to things, you know, Um, fill your plate, put it on your plate, bring it on. Exactly. And, and I think there's, you know, in my family growing up, it was also kind of considered rude to say, no, I mean, I was, I was taught by my parents, if they asked me to do something that I should do it, that if somebody asked me for a favor, I should do it. If, if um, yeah. So, so yeah, I think also for me, and I don't know, I think this is true for many people, if not most people um, we really fear the opinions of others. And um mm-hmm. And, and we want to be liked. Uh, I very much want to be liked by everyone. <laughs> I mean, you know, right. my worst, my worst nightmare is would be to have somebody say, well, that woman was rude. <laughs> you know, I just, because no, I don't, I always, I, I you know, I, I don't know if it was the way I was raised or culture or whatever, but I, I, I want to be liked. I crave others good opinion of me. And it's become a huge problem in my life for my own personal um, happiness um, and even in, in my family. So I think that's one of the reasons, at least for me, I don't know if it's as true for you, Kelly, I don't think it is quite as true. It certainly isn't as, as true for my husband who would say no first. And then, <laughs> right. We, we both have husbands that say no. A lot, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But for a lot of women, you know, I was just talking, you know, my Bible study the other night and we were talking about this fear this is a, a fear of people's opinions of us. We want people to have a good opinion of us. So, so saying no is not, and at least we've been raised uh, that saying no to somebody is, is bad. And it's, right. it's not, that's, that's wrong. And it's not selfish to say no, but anyway, but you know, I think that and for sometimes me, that's a big it, one. It, yeah, it's even respectful to say no, that yes. instead of going into something you've said yes to, but you're not enthused about, and you are, you know, you're not as engaged. If you'd have just said no, it would have been better for everyone. One of the things we, you know, why would you say no? Uh, we, we've talked about, you know, boundaries. It allows you to, to focus more on the things that you really want to do. You go into it with a better attitude. What other things would be why people should say no? Well, I mean, for me, saying no, no. will allow me to live a much less stressful life. I mean, and, and I have to keep that before me at all times. And also 
it, it, saying no will allow me to live the life that I feel like I'm supposed to live that, you know, my, you know, my, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian. I believe, you know, that God has a certain life for me. And if I say yes to everything, then I'm, you know, I'm not saying no to the, to the best thing. So, but, the, but a big thing is just stress. Like if it feels good to say yes in the moment, it's like a, you know, it's like a piece of candy. Yes. <laughs> it's like, Oh, somebody asked me to do something and I say yes. And that makes them happy. And that feels good. That lights up my pleasure centers in my brain to say yes. And then I have to live with that because I also have a hard time if I've said it, not doing what I said. It's hard for me to change. Well, it's not hard for me to change my mind, but I won't, if I've said it, I feel committed to doing it. I feel like it's a matter of integrity that if I've said it, so I've got to just stop it right here. No, no more. (laughs) So, you know, I think for me, you know, just stress is the biggest thing And, and living again, as I said, not a good life, but the best life, the, you know, yes, the, the best life. Yes. Yeah, so in a few different areas that we, we might want to say no to things would be um, obviously invitations to do things, offers to do things. Do you want to go to the game this weekend? Do you want to go to the parade? You know, things that are kind of not a huge commitment, but just kind of an invitation. So those yeah. are those are one of the things you might want to say no when you don't have the time might be a different thing. Like I, I'm, I'm swamped or I just can't do it. You know, you're feeling kind of pressure. There might be no's when it's not really a fit for you. It's not a good fit. We get a lot of uh, emails from people that want to be on the show or they are promoting someone else that wants to be on, on our show. And, you know, it's, it's often when we turn them down, it's not a fit. You know, it's somebody that's, you know, a whatever underwater basket weaving, just for a lack of a better term, mm-hmm. but it's just mm-hmm. not a fit. So sometimes when you say no, and you kind of explain it, it's just not a fit, then that's, that's one other area. And then there's just no, for any reason at all. And, and, you know, prior to the show, we, we try not to tell each other our stories before the show, because we don't want to ruin the authenticity, but you know, the Parkers, we don't have a lot of guilt. We don't look back on things and say, oh, I wish I'd have done that differently. But I do have a story from my college freshman year when I wish I had said no more authentically, dramatically, and explained my no. Um, I was a freshman at Clemson University and had been on a few dates, probably maybe a handful of dates with the the big man on campus. I'm not going to say his name, but he was back. He, he, he had like graduated and was playing in the NFL for the ch- world champion Super Bowl winners, uh, San Francisco 49ers came back with the Super Bowl ring and the Mercedes Benz and the fur coat and the whole, you know, like he was one night I came in from a date with him and I was wearing his letter jacket and I brought it and set it on my, it was cold. And I set it on my chair in my room and every girl on the hall came and touched the jacket that night. I mean, this guy was like, so big man on campus posters of him all around. And, you know, he was a good looking guy. And so, um, he, my sophomore year, he came back after like his second year in the NFL And it was the first, you know, date that we had gone out on. And I remember um, we were driving down the road. He stopped and he said, hey, I got some really cool stuff I want to show you. And I he he pulled out this little vial of white powder. Mm -hmm. And I thought I, I I knew immediately this was cocaine. 
or mm. I don't know, I guess it was cocaine. I mean, I was completely, you know, drug free back then. It was just say no to drugs. Right. Yeah. I didn't even say no to the guy. I literally jumped out of the car <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I literally it was like a run to the beach, Kelly Parker moment where I literally jumped out of the car. Clemson's a very small town, pretty, you know, like there was nothing that was a mile from your dorm. So I jump out of the car. I run back to the dorm. I don't answer his calls. I never talk to him again. Mm. I never talk to him again. Wouldn't answer his calls. He dropped me notes trying to get back. And t- I, I just, and I should have like taken that moment to say, no, are you out of your mind? This could ruin your career. This could ruin your, like, I know I was just 19 or 18 at the time. Um, but I think there are many reasons to say no, where there's a different no. There's not mm-hmm. just a no, but there's a hell no in mm-hmm. bad mm-hmm. opportunities. Do you want to, you know, like do you want to like go a into teachable, teachable, no. yeah, like a teachable, <laughs> no, like, do you want to go into 18 foot surf when you've never been in the ocean? Do you want to, you know, skydive when you, it doesn't look like a good, you know, I'm just saying there are different types of no's that you can say, and that's a dramatic no, but it's one that haunts me. And he went mm-hmm. on to, I believe, wash out of the NFL because of, Drug you use. know, obviously, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was drug use or just bad choices, you mm-hmm. know, bad mm-hmm. choices where I didn't say no enough to him. Well, I said no to him in a, in a very different way, but he didn't say no. You know, he didn't say no to that point. So mm-hmm. Maria, do you have any stories around? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I I have many, many more stories of things I said yes to that I wish I'd said no to. <laughs> and then other stories where uh, often, and I've said this before in the show, that Jim, Jim asked me to do all kinds of things. Yes. And your husband. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and I've, I've said yes to please him for all the wrong reasons, really, but they've been amazing experiences and they, and I've, you know, or I've, I've, I've grown as a person because of them. So sometimes saying no, just because you're afraid or you think maybe it's unwise, you know, for instance, I would never have done race across America. Never. I mean, Jim said you should do it. I'm like, no, no. You know. So now <laughs> but, are you saying you should say yes? No, I'm just saying that, that you have to, you have to perceive carefully what's underneath the no and the yes. And so for me, I think, you know, recently somebody asked me to, um, to, 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 to participate in something, which would have been a kind of a small commitment. And it was at a good commitment was at church. So it was like, you know, something that needed doing, and it was actually even, kind of went to my, my strengths, which, you know, talking in front of groups and encouraging people. And, um, and I just, gosh, I wanted to say yes. <laughs> um, and, 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 um, so, uh, I use one of the phrases we're going to talk about next, but, um, I, 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 I took some time to think about it. Cause my first thing was like the hell yeah, because this is good. This is for God. This is where, you know, it's right to my strengths. And then, but when I, fortunately at that time, I said, let me think about it and pray about it. And I got home and I thought about it and prayed about it and talked to Jim. And I was like, I don't have time for this. It was, it was like a weekly commitment for weeks, you know, and I, you know, I just, and if I did it, I would want to do it really well. And that would involve, you know, so I got back to him and, and turned it down, but I have, I've said, yes, that's like one example where I did it right, um, where I had an opportunity that was good for me, but already at this point in my life, and since maybe for the last 20 years, I have 
I have not said no enough. And I've, you know, I'm in, I'm in coaching because I can't say no. And I also tend to surround myself with these very strong people I admire who are always sort of, you know, like Kelly, you invited me, you got to come join my, you know, our master swim team, which would be good, right? Like I'm, I'm doing it. And with, with your, your I'm doing husband. A, right. And, right. It's and, a, it was a good ask. Know, I'm, it was a yeah. great ask. I'm doing a podcast about and for swimmers. <laughs> and so I, sh- you know, I know how to swim, but I should join a swim team. So I would be better. Should, when you hear the shoulds, that's, that's right. your like, bing, 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 pay attention yeah. to that. Don't should and- <laughs> on yourself. <laughs> yeah. But, but no, just pay attention to that. But you then- said, no, I was going to actually yeah, give yeah. that as an so, example that yeah, you said, no, that might've been the second time in the year. And, <laughs> you know, and I hope, you know, and I think, it, I think saying no to things like that, the, the point is these are both really good things that actually would be really good for me in many ways and really good for um, other people. And so that, you know, that's all, you know, that's, that's where I want to be. I want to help people. I want to, but, but I've created a world that's too big for me to live in peacefully. And so I'm going to have to say no to so many good and even great things for a while until I can get myself back to a place where I have the space to carefully consider, okay, if I'm going to say yes to master swimming, I'm going to have to say no to myself of my cycling. You know, I'm going to have to make that, 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 that trade-off. Um, so anyway, I, yeah, I've had so many opportunities, but mostly I just say yes. And then I feel bad and resentful because I have to do it because I said I would do it. <laughs> Another great example of a time I should have said no. It was years and years and years ago, uh, our, your brother was getting married and he, I had committed to babysitting for my sister, who, the one who passed away to, for her kids. She had five kids. She was very hard for her to get away. The only person that she could really trust to keep her kids for a week was me. And so she had, she being a planner, she'd planned far in advance of Steve's wedding, your brother, Steve's wedding. So I, you know, I, I told her I would keep the kids and they made their plans. And then Steve made a, made his plans to get married. And I really, you know, I really wanted to go to Steve's wedding. It was important. You only get married once and I could babysit for Jenny, you know, anytime, but I, this was the case where I said, I was afraid, I think partly afraid. And, you know, I'd said that I would do it and I didn't want to go back. And this is, kind of more layered and nuanced and complex, but what I should have done in retrospect is gone back to Jenny and said, you know, I'll, you know, can you change your plans? My brother-in-law is getting married. I need to be there. Um, but I didn't because, you know, I, so that's, that's a different kind of, uh, that would have been saying no to myself and my own fears of disappointing my sister. Um, so anyway, there's so many layers to this Kelly, and this is such an appropriate, um, topic for me. And I think much more for me than you. I, I've, 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 I've tried. I think, yeah, I I think it's for, I think it's for everyone because there's so many opportunities today. And, you know, whenever you and I decide to do a a podcast on on our own topics, you know, I checked with my husband, like I I gave him three or four options that you and I were looking at and, and he says no to many, many things and keeps a very clean plate so he can do the things he wants. And he said, I really like this one. I like helping people say no. And so um, even with, with he and I saying no, we definitely say yes to things that we don't want to say yes to, but 
let's talk about some of the things that we should say no to in our in our environment because when we say no to things we really get to do and be in our genius zone we get to talk about um yes. we get to do the things we want we get to do the things we love and we have we margin show in up, our life right yeah we show up for the people so the first thing that we ha- we have to do is figure out our north star what are the things you absolutely have to have and if they're not if those things don't involve what somebody or something is asking you to do, then it's, it gives you that. Why am I going to say no? Because I want to do this. Like, you know, you, I've asked you to swim, but you love to cycle. So you're going to say no to swimming. If you ask me to cycle, I'm going to say no, because I love to swim. So <laughs> I think what other things can we say no to? And you and I talked about technology and yeah. how much we need to say no to that. You want to go down that road. Cause I know you, sure. you yeah, love it's, that. It's not just, it's not really technology. It's the way that we are connected with people through technology. Um, and I was talking with my daughter about this yesterday. When you, in this day and age, there is no reason that you can't find or have a relationship with almost anybody, you know, that you've ever had contact with in the world, because you can find them on Instagram, on Facebook, we can, you know, LinkedIn, text I was, them, email, text them. Yeah. I just got a, I just got a, you know, I had a birthday this weekend and, um, and I got some multiple happy birthday messages from LinkedIn from people that I, you know, I was never really friends with. They were just acquaintances. And, and my instinct is like to go on LinkedIn and thank them for the happy birthday message. What? <laughs> you know, I don't, right. You know, that would have been hours. <laughs> it would have taken, well, I mean, it wouldn't have been hours. It would have been what it, five minutes. It doesn't matter. That's, you know, that that's not, I, but I want to be liked. You know, and so I, I think for me and for a lot of people, you know, like Facebook, I mean, I get, I haven't looked at Facebook since my birthday because I know there will be a lot of people on there wishing me a happy birthday. And I think that's really nice. And I, there are people who will only reach out to me for Facebook. And there's some on there that I care enough about to respond to, but it's going to, you know, that's going to have to be a, a more careful um it's going to take time for me to think about that and do that properly. But I think you just have to be aware that there are a lot more people in your, so you've got your inner circle and what's, you know, you know, you got your inner circle of people that you see every day that you love, you need family or whatever. And then what's happened is this outer circle of acquaintances and friends and, you know, Facebook kind of ruined it for us by calling everybody that we have contact with on Facebook, a friend mm-hmm. um, that, that some of them are friends true friends, but very few, most of them, they were, there were, maybe they were friends once, or maybe they're acquaintances, or maybe they're just people who admire you, but it doesn't, you don't have, you have to say no to about 95% of that. And that's, and that's hard because again, for somebody like me who wants to be loved, wants to be liked, wants to be admired, you know, that means ignoring people, which feels rude, <laughs> but you know, that, that that's necessary for me to live my best life. What did Steve, Steve said something like, you know, you want to bring yourself, your best self to, I love how you put this possibly a smaller audience <laughs> just made me laugh because yes, I definitely need a smaller audience. So yeah, technology um, is definitely brought relationships in or, or pseudo relationships into our lives that we have to, we must discipline ourselves to say no to. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and just, again, I think when we stay in our genius zone, when we're, when we're doing things that are 
floating our boat. And we're, we're about to do another podcast of somebody that is staying in their genius zone, which I think is very interesting. Um, but it, it is, it's saying no to these different things. So what are a few of the ways that you can say no to um, invitations? You can say, you know, I'm honored, but I can't, or, you know, I appreciate the offer, you know, and we learned it, this is in my book and I've talked, we've talked about it on the show before in Pfizer, which does some of the best relationship training in the business and Pfizer pharmaceuticals. We were taught relationship task relationship. So relationship task relationships mean when you have to say something that seems a little uh, hard, it's a task you're, you're asking someone to do or something negative. You are nice. Like I appreciate the offer. So that's kind of a relationship. Like I, you know, you're being nice and then, um, but I can't do it. And thank you for thinking of me. So it's kind of a, a no sandwich, Right. So that would be one tool that you could use, which is a no sandwich. And, and Mark and I say this all the time. It's not what you say often, it's how you say it. So, so you know, just, just being a little bit aware of, you know, gosh, this person did just ask me to do something. I, you know, I really appreciate that, but I just can't, my schedule's full. Um, you know, thank you for asking. And then the other complete opposite of that is just no explanation. And, and this is expert you know, advice, like the experts say, just, you don't even have to say anything, any reason, just, no, I can't, I can't do that. Period. There's not any, any, thank you. you, (laughs) Because we all feel like we have to explain it all out. You know, just, I just, yeah. And you find yourself lying about it or lying. Right. Yeah. Somebody just asked something of me and I wrote like three paragraphs on why it was not a fit. Now this is a business situation. So it was a little different. And I felt like, you know, as I was writing it, I knew we were going to be recording this. It literally was this morning as I was writing the, the no. Um, and then I closed it with, and this one, I'm, I actually learned from CG Young from CG Sports Management, who we are part of. CG said his, I think it was his grandmother that taught him to say, it's not a no always, it's a no for now. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, so that's nice. what- Yeah. And that's what I said in this email, you know, these are my reasons and it's not a no always because maybe down the road it will be a yes, but it's a no for now. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of an open-ended. Yeah. I think I, I, I love those ways of saying no, and we'll put in our notes, a list of other great phrases, but I have no problem with the run from the car. No. You know, if, if, you know, if no is going to save your life or if it's all you can do, then, you know, what do they call that? Uh, when, uh, ghosting, ghosting is ghosting, rude. It's yeah. rude. It's rude. It's to a ghost no, some, it's but, a it's no. A, but it's a, a no. no. And if you can't do it any other way, that's okay. That's what I would say. The other one is the pause. You know, there's the run from the car when somebody's offering you cocaine or the ghosting or whatever. And then the other is just the lo- the pause. It's like, and this is, this is what I'm working on now so that I can be better at the right off. No, but it's just, give me a minute. Give me a, give me, let me talk to somebody about, you know, uh, you know, uh, it's a, I, I'll get back to you. And then you can in the quiet and away from the, for me, the cocaine hit of the response I'm going to get when I say yes, you know, <laughs> I can consider, is this something I really want to do? And so I think that, you know, there's lots of really good ways to say no. And then there's other ways that aren't so good, but they're still better for you than saying yes. 
Yes. I love that. The pause. And that must be one you're using Maria, because I think that's great for you having listened to all of the ways that no has been hard for you, for you to go back and think about it. Like you gave your church example. And um, yeah, so these are all, you know, just, just to make your life a little bit better. It's now time for the takeaways. Maria, you and I have heard the takeaways are the best part of the show. That's right, Kelly, because the takeaways are curated information, which is what we give to our clients when we coach them. If you would like to take your performance to the next level in health, life, or leadership, go to our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. Yes, just click on our coaching page and book there. We're looking forward to bringing out the champion in you. And now, the takeaways. So, Maria, coming out of this, let's let's wrap it up with our takeaways. Oh, you're going to put what, me on the spot um, here. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> just what are you what are you going to take out of this that you can use because you're being coached on this and Yes, I am. What what are some some things that you're really going to sink your teeth into? So, that's good. Time? I I think, you know, having talked this through, um and I am a verbal processor, combining sort of, and I've done it already, the pause with the um, technology, no, <laughs> you know, the te- technological friends, no, I think I'll, I will, one action I will take is to think about before I get on Facebook and see all the delightful, happy birthday messages, I'll think about the people that I really hope to hear from. And, and, you know, the ones that like I would, you know, and, and, uh, and, so then when I go into Facebook, I'll be intentional about making sure that I reach out and respond to the people that I really want to, and not just, you know, you know, um, thoughtlessly spend an hour and a half, um, you know, going through and making, because of what I would do is I would typically each person who said happy birthday, which is like an automated thing on Facebook, mm-hmm. I would write a message to. I mean, I mean, my note is so far away that I would feel like, oh, I had to write a special personal message because I want Mm -hmm. to be liked. Um, So I'll I'll combine my pause with um, intention and technology and think about before I get on there, who who I'm going to respond to. Good. I hope, I hope anybody who's listening to this (laughs) feelings aren't hurt if they, if they don't get responded to. (laughs) See, there yeah. I am. I want to be liked. Yes. And, and here's the thing that if someone really wants somebody to respond to them, you or me or somebody they're trying to get a response from, then it's going to take more than a birthday wish on Facebook. Right. You know, like if somebody is truly, and, and, you know, I've talked about this before about relationships that I've had in the past that I feel like. I'm the one that always says happy birthday. And I'm talking yeah. good friends. You know, yeah. I'm the one that always says happy birthday, happy new year, happy. And this right. is, this You're is great at that, you know, that I, that I really try to maintain my close friendships with family, with my nieces and nephews that I reach out a lot. And so if I'm, if, if I really want to have somebody come back and reach me, then they, it, it's going to take two or three times. This, again, a Pfizer sales pitches. It takes seven times to really change someone's mind or to get them to buy into something. So if you, if you really want to reach somebody that you love and they're just either ghosting you or um, you're not getting the response you want, then it's going to take more than just, you know, again, a, a happy uh, birthday message on, 
on Facebook. <clears throat> what about you? Do you have a, a, a yeah, my, my real one for this is, um, again, not, I don't want to ghost anyone that is really needing to connect with me. Um, and again, it's going to take more than two or three times to try to, to reach me with all the, the clutter that one has to get through in life. But I have this issue where, um, people will reach out very peripherally for mm. business in, in multiple areas of business from, you know, a statement about my book or connecting on the book or on the podcast, or even in our real estate business. And it's just kind of an inquiry, kind of a loose touch base. And I'm like you, I feel like I need to respond to them. And I've noticed myself that I often reach out to people that I do want to have on the show or people that I do want to do business with. And they ghost me. They ghost mm. the heck out of me. Like <laughs> it might take five times for me to email somebody that we want on the show for them to answer me. But then they finally do. Oh, remember, I just forwarded you the one about yeah, the, yeah. the thing. So yeah. um, the guy wrote back, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Somehow I missed your email. Right. So that I, I do think that sometimes ghosting is better than a no, especially if you really don't want to do any business, then you ghost. But um, it, it, it's a nice, it's not a nice way, but it is a way to say no by just not responding to all the things that we get. So I, I think that's the takeaway for me that we don't need to respond to every little um, incoming contact that we get through email, Facebook, and all that. Yeah, that's that's great, Kelly. That's, that's such a great takeaway because it feels rude from our standpoint and our age, right? But yes, it's yeah. not. This is the way it's done now, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, Maria. Well, uh, it's been another wonderful one. Always great to be with you. I love you so much. I love you too, Kelly. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This week's quote of the week comes from Steve Jobs. It's only by saying no that you can concentrate on the things that really matter. You've been listening to the Champions Mojo podcast with host Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Champions Mojo is produced by Cobra Media, and a new episode debuts every Tuesday. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Follow Champions Mojo on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Champions Mojo.